Hey, welcome to the Coming Out Late Podcast. I'm Robin, your host, and I'm a late bloomer just like you. We are a part of a rapidly growing, lesser known, or even talked about subset of the queer community. We're a tribe, if you will. And if you're anything like me, when I came out, I was confused, scared. I felt like I was going crazy and I felt all alone and had nobody to talk to. Not to worry, you've come to the right place. In the Coming Out Late podcast, you'll hear real, raw, and relatable Coming Out Late stories. You'll be inspired, informed, and educated, and you'll definitely feel supported. And you can stop feeling like you're living someone else's life and start living your own. So welcome, you have found your tribe. And welcome to the Coming Out Late podcast. Hey, hey, fun people. This is the Coming Out Late podcast, and I'm your host, Robin from the Hood. Yep, this is Robin. And today, well, today's going to be kind of a heavy topic, people. Just uh, a heads up, a little trigger warning. Yep, we're going to talk about the G word. Not the G spot, the G word. Grief. Uh-huh. We are going to talk about something very difficult. Um, we all either have gone through it during our coming out process, or we are going to go through it, or we are in it. And it sucks. It really stinks. Um and, and it probably won't just be one moment, you know, one time. Um, so, the, and the reason why I want to bring up grief is because it is a part of the process. Let's, let's be real. This, this is not an easy journey. No one said it was going to be an easy journey. But the good news is it will be well worth it. I promise you it will be well worth it. As long as you are doing this for you, and not necessarily to be with a woman for the rest of your life, because that may or may not happen. But if you feel you're gay and you need to live your most authentic, true self and life, then you need to do this for you. And like I said, it's not going to be an easy journey. And for anyone who's in any aspect or part of this journey, you already know that it's not an easy journey, but it is well worth it. And there is plenty of support out here, like this podcast, Coming Out Late Podcast. We are here to support you. I'm here to talk to you, to share stories with you, to share my story, to talk about the trials and tribulations of going through this Coming Out Late process, because it is a process. It is like a rebirth, and it's like we're giving birth to ourselves. It really is. It's it's crazy. And the reason I want to talk about grief is because it is part of the, like I said, it is part of the journey. There are a lot of great things that happen during the coming out process and even afterwards. Um, you know, your first kiss, the first time you touch a woman's skin, um, the first date and how much you want to see her again, the butterflies, uh, 
choosing your wardrobe, figuring out what you want to look like when, you know, as you grow up into a baby gay. And it, it's just, a, it's a great process. And, and I really encourage you to try to enjoy every step of it, every step of the way, because there's only one coming out process. That's for sure. You don't want to go through this again. I mean, and, and oddly enough, we do have to keep coming out sometimes to friends and family, even though we come out maybe once or twice or three times big to friends, family, coworkers, children, spouses. But, um, but yeah, we will have to come out numerous times after that. But there really is only one journey that you will go on. And I want you to enjoy every minute of it. And I want you also to understand and expect that there will be troubling times. And it's okay. It's okay to have these troubling times. It's a part of life. Life uh, was never promised to be easy and smooth our entire time on this earth. And quite Quite frankly, in my humble opinion, life is is not worth living unless you have and can experience all aspects of it. And that's the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly. Certainly the, the bad and the ugly help us appreciate that which we have, which is awesome, spectacular, and good. So, and I encourage you to, to feel all the feelings. Feel all the feelings. Don't try to numb them. Don't try to stuff them away. Don't try to ignore them. It's important that we feel all our feelings. Stay out of your head. Don't try to future trip. And just feel your feelings from your heart and let them pass through you. I think by feeling our feelings, honoring our feelings, acknowledging our feelings when they absolutely stink, it's, it gives them a quicker pathway out and through and through us. We can't go around the yucky feelings. We can't pick and choose what events and what feelings we get to experience in our life. Um, life is worth living, and that means we have to live through our feelings and with our feelings, and that's all of the feelings. Um, so, yeah, so just try to hang in there. I often refer to myself as when I'm really, really down, or I'm sad, or I'm frightened, I pretty much tell people that I'm sitting in my dirty diaper and I have to smell the stink until I don't smell it anymore. And I, I just go through the process of these feelings. And, and you know, I'm considered to be just on the cusp on being on the other side. Being on the other side. I'm out of the messy middle for the most part. And I am just in the just on the other side and and I will still continue to experience grief and sadness and fear, but I think through the process of talking these feelings out, hearing that other people have these feelings, understanding how we've dealt with our feelings of grief and sadness and fear, uh, it helps us to develop the tools to get through those those times ourselves so Today we're going to talk about grief because my eyes skimmed across someone's post in one of the social media platforms about today being their, would have been their sixth wedding anniversary or eighth wedding anniversary. It doesn't matter. It could be their 12th, their 15th. Uh, we've all been married at various lengths. Some of us not married at all, but uh, for those of us who have gotten married to men and lived hetero sexual lives, um, 
good chance we have experienced an anniversary either during the time that we've been separated from them from them or after we've been divorced from them and i didn't i didn't expect this when it happened to me but i was i was sad i mean you don't forget that date you know i i definitely felt feelings of sadness as much as i don't care for my ex-husband and as much as he has been verbally and emotionally abusive to me and we have a had a, an extremely contentious divorce you know it's it was still a big day in my life it was still i shared almost 30 years with this man and bore two children with him and raised those two children with him and experienced a lot of a lot of happy times and a lot of heartache and um went through you know an immensely difficult ugly divorce with him but oddly enough and much to my surprise uh when june 3rd came around i you just can't forget the date you know it brings sadness and i think part of that sadness is part of the mourning process part of the letting go part of recognizing a death you know the death of a relationship the death of a friendship uh in my case you know there is no friendship and there wasn't a friendship for many years leading up to my divorce but uh, for many many of you out there you are either still married to your friend or are separated from your best friend or have just recently divorced your best friend and he may be the only person you ever had uh intimacy with he may be your first and only boyfriend you may have met him and gotten married you know 18 19 20 21 years old and he's the only person that you've known it's not easy it's not it's not as simple as having a mole removed you know and even that stings for several days afterwards um this is you know this was a big deal and it's okay to feel sad It's okay to both be excited to be out of the marriage or excited to be living your true self and your true life, your authentic life, but it most definitely is understandable and expected to be sad when your wedding anniversary comes around without a doubt. Another time I was really deeply saddened and this went back before before I think I may have come out to myself I was away at our lake house by myself and I was just so sad. I think it really I think it just hit me one night that the familiarity of of this marriage and what I was used to um my old normal and the patterns of living everything just really the realization of it all came crashing down and I remember sitting outside with my feet dangled over the side of a dock you know it was a crisp cold night out beautiful stars in the sky not a cloud in the sky and the moon was shining reflecting on the lake and i just started bawling bawling and i mean i cried from from my gut from the bottom most part of my gut i heard sounds come out of me that i that i think only wild animals make i i just never heard sounds like that come out of my body um and and i just cried and moaned and i don't even know what you call it 
you know, but it was, it was what I needed to do. It was, it was, it was like a ceremonial bawling or wailing. I mean, I, I actually sounded like a whale wailing, you know, it, it, the, sa- the, the sounds and the noises that came out of me were just, you know, had I not been so emotionally distraught, I, I think I would have been almost afraid of myself from the, from what was coming out of my body. But it was necessary. And I, and I don't think I've cried like that since. And I think it was really something very spiritual or very deep inside me. It was almost as though I was extracting from my body, physically extracting through these moans and groans and wails. And it it just, um, it was exhausting, but I had to do it and I couldn't hold it in any longer. So, so we definitely experience grief and sadness and fear. It's understandable. It's to be expected. Um, another, another story that was shared with me and another example of grief that, that I just, thankfully, I did not have to experience, uh, my children were grown when I, or at least college, college and, and after college, when uh, when my when I started the divorce process, and um, but so many women out there, so many of you have little ones at home, or even grade school or early middle school, junior high age, and I have spoken to a few of my late blooming lesbian friends and women that have come out late in life who have small children and the first time that they have to drop their child off or that their ex-spouse comes over or ex-partner comes over and picks up the children for either a long weekend or a vacation is like getting ice water splashed on your face. It is, it is extremely sobering and difficult I mean, think about it, you've spent, and I don't mean to scare anybody, because you're going to go through it, and you have to go through it. If if you want to live a life of freedom, and an authentic life, and a life as a lesbian or bisexual woman, there are certain pains that we have to go through, certain uh, challenges, opportunities, and painful moments that we have to go through. And one of those, and I can't even imagine, I, I'm so grateful that I didn't have to go through this, but the the passing of the children over to the uh, significant other, the the spouse or the ex-husband or the separated husband for when he takes them for the weekend or quite possibly for even a vacation, a week. And when you're used to being connected at the hip, and in some cases, some of the kids literally cling to our hips and to our legs, it is... A, like I said, a sobering moment. It is very, very difficult. And just allow yourself to cry. Crying is okay. It's a human emotion. It's okay to cry. It's not a sign of weakness. In fact, if anything, it um, I think it accelerates the healing process. It most definitely, from what I've been told and read, it eliminates toxins from our body through the through the tears. So allow yourself to feel the pain. Journal if you journal. Cry. You must cry. In fact, I highly encourage you to be able to find a safe place to cry through this entire journey, whether that means going out to your car or driving around the block, going for a walk, uh, 
You need to allow yourself to cry and let it out. You can't hold these things in, but you you will experience difficult moments and pain when you are detached from your children who you have not been detached from uh, in many cases for the duration of their lifetime. And it's tough. You know, it's another thing to grieve. It's another enormous change in your life and their life. And you need to let go. Let go with love and let go with trust. Your ex may not parent the way you want him to parent. He may not take care of the children the way you've taken care of the children. But you simply need to let go. And it is going to be a difficult time. There's just no way around it. Um, this this process of coming out is it's like tearing off a lot of band-aids. A lot of band-aids. And some of them, you know, you have some fair warning about. And some of the band-aids that get torn off, you have absolutely no warning that it's going to happen. Um, but you can weather the storm. You can always write to me at coming out later at gmail.com. Coming out later at gmail.com. You can join my Facebook page, Coming Out Late, on Facebook, or the other one is Coming Out Late Community on Facebook, and reach out. Reach out and talk about your feelings, express your feelings, try not to express or take them out on the children or your ex-spouse or any good friends. Like I said, if you have to do um, some high-exertion exercise or punch a pillow, scream at the top of your lungs, someplace private. Um, but reach out, you know, I'm, I'm here. Uh, if I can't help you or answer your questions, I definitely can point you in the direction of somebody who probably can. But you don't have to go through this alone. You're not alone. There are thousands of us out here that have gone through and are going through various stages of coming out late in our life. And it's definitely doable. It is most definitely worth it. And you just need to know you're not alone. You need to feel all the feelings. Reach out, send me a note, ask me a question, coming out later at gmail.com. I'm here with you through the journey. We can make it. It's better late than never because it's never too late. If you're looking for your people, your community, and a safe place to learn and get answers to your questions, then come join the conversation. Come join us in our private Facebook group, Coming Out Late Community, because we all know it's better late than never, and it's never too late. So-